A study conducted by the American Psychological Association in 2006 found that people in the U.S. experience more stress during the holiday season, not less. In fact, more people reported that this season, more than any other, leaves you feeling overspent, overworked, and overwhelmed. So what can you do about it? In this episode, we're talking about the ruthless elimination of burnout coming up. Well, welcome back to the Living Scent Podcast. My name is Justin Wester. I'm your host. This is episode 20, The Ruthless Elimination of Burnout. And the title credit has got to go to my dear friend, John Mark Comer. I'm just kidding. I've never met John. But John, if you are listening, thank you for The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. That is a wonderful, wonderful book. And I'm so glad you're listening this month. If you're new to the podcast, I want to let you know that we release a new episode on the first Wednesday of each month with the purpose of helping you live like an everyday missionary in your household, your neighborhood, workplace, and city. My promise to you is that I will work really hard to produce content that you find valuable and ultimately that helps you live sent. And if you do find it valuable, I want to encourage you to leave a rating and a review. You know, last month, I shared that my goal for this year was to have 30 reviews on the Living Scent podcast. And so I want to ask you this, will you help me reach my goal? That would be a tremendous gift to me. So I wanted to say just a big thank you in advance for taking just a few minutes out of your day to do that. And I did want to let you know that my book, Living Scent, Discover How Everyday Habits Make an Eternal Difference. It is going on sale this holiday season. So both the paperback version and the ebook version will be half off through Christmas, but only through my website at justinwester.com. So if you haven't purchased one yet, or if you'd like to purchase one, maybe for a friend, now is the perfect time. And a little later in this episode, I'm going to share a coupon code for you to use at checkout so you can get your version of Living Scent at half off. So stay tuned. All right, so let's jump into new content for this month. You know, the holiday season, more than any other time of year, has the potential to produce burnout. Why? You know this. There's usually more stress at work. You're trying to wrap things up before the end of the year. You may be working overtime for a little extra money. Then there's the shopping, which can just get crazy by itself. You're purchasing gifts for family and friends. Then there are the events and the parties. And not only are you trying to attend them, you may actually be hosting some of them, organizing some of them, and then decorating for these things yourself. And then on top of all that, there's the commercialism craze and just the general desire for everything to be perfect. Does that sound familiar? You know, I'm sure you've been there. I certainly have. And so the question that we're really addressing on this episode is, how can you ruthlessly eliminate burnout during this season so that you can actually celebrate and savor every single moment? Here are a couple ideas. Number one, pursue intimacy over activity. Pursue intimacy over activity. It is entirely possible to do amazing things for God and not be intimately connected to Jesus. 
It's entirely possible to pour the majority of our time, our effort, and our resources into doing things for him that we actually neglect our primary calling, which is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, please don't misunderstand me. You know, doing things for God is good. We should be serving. We should be performing good works. We should be investing our time and our talents and our treasure. All of those things are good. But if we're not careful, we can get so caught up in activity that we forget all about intimacy. We can get so caught up in doing stuff for him that we neglect actually being with him. You see, there's this passage in Luke 10 that illustrates this. And in this passage, one of the people is caught up in activity for God. And they run themselves ragged doing things for Jesus, while the other person makes intimacy with God their priority. Luke 10, beginning in 38. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village. And a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. I want you to think about all the things that Martha could have told her friends. You know, I I opened my house to Jesus today. You are not going to believe this. Today, Jesus led a Bible study in my house. You know, I heard that Jesus and his disciples, they were swinging through town and I invited them into my house and I even cooked this huge meal for them. I went all out. It worked perfectly. I had this, you know, Pinterest recipe that I was just dying to try and it came out perfectly. It was delicious. They all loved it. Wow, her friends would have said, you know, it's like, man, that is really amazing, Martha. Well, well, let me ask you this. What was it like to sit at his feet? What was it like to just be there with him? You know, I've heard that just being in Jesus's presence leaves you just feeling alive. Oh, I guess I don't really know. Wait a second, what do you mean? Like, what was it like to be that close to the Messiah? What did he say to you? Surely something in his lesson must have resonated with you. She might've said something like, well, you know, come to think of it, I, I didn't really spend that much time with him. I was kind of caught up in what I was trying to do for him. Maybe you should talk with my sister, Mary. Taking a hard look at our lives can reveal what you are truly pursuing. And if you don't, you can run right by Jesus. You can actually miss the main Thing and to experience the kind of life you really want, pursue intimacy with Jesus, not merely activity for Jesus. So let's take a quick test. In John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, he suggests that we all have a disease called hurry sickness, hurry sickness. And so what I'd like to do is read through some of the symptoms of hurry sickness, and I want you to see if you have any of these symptoms. Are you ready? Number one, irritability. 
You get mad or frustrated and annoyed way too easily. Number two, hypersensitivity. Small comments and inconveniences throw your day off. Number three, restlessness. When you actually do try and slow down to rest, you just simply can't. Number four, workaholism. You don't know how or when to stop. Number five, emotional numbness. You don't have the capacity to feel another's pain. Number six, out of order priorities. You feel disconnected from your identity and your calling. Number seven, lack of care for your body. You don't have time for the basics, which is like a healthy diet, exercise, eight hours of sleep. Number eight, escapist behaviors. So when you do try to do something life-giving, like you turn to your distraction of choice, which could be overeating or drinking, excessive video games, binge-watching Netflix, pornography, scrolling through social media. Number nine, slippage of spiritual disciplines. When you feel like you have too much to do, the first thing you eliminate are the things that would truly revive you, which would be Bible reading, prayer, silence, worship. And then finally, number 10, isolation. You just feel disconnected from God. You feel disconnected from others, and you might even feel disconnected from your own soul. So my bet is that most everyone listening could check at least one of those boxes, myself included. So to ruthlessly eliminate burnout, pursue intimacy over activity. Hey everybody, just a reminder that my book Living Scent is half off this season, but this deal is only available through my website at justinwester.com. If you'd like to purchase your paperback version or your ebook version, simply head over to my website and use the code SENTXMAS23 to get yours today. That's SENTXMAS23. S-E-N-T-X-M-A-S-23 to get yours today. Now back to the episode. So here's the second thing. Think integration over addition. Think integration over addition. And I probably know what you're thinking right now. You know, I don't have any time to add one more thing to my already overloaded schedule. And friends, I'm right there with you. It seems like every person I speak with, myself included, feels this way. We have demanding jobs. We have busy family lives. We have packed weekends and house repairs and ball games and that quick getaway and then church on Sundays and then adding one more thing or even thinking about adding one more thing just seems like way too much to bear. But are you ready for some good news? Take a deep breath in deep breath out. Here it is. You don't have to add a single thing to your life to begin living scent. You don't have to add a single thing to your life to begin living scent. Listen to what Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 says. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Friends, this is the epitome of integration. You see, the Lord did not want the nation of Israel to add this commandment to their life. He wanted them to integrate it into 
the very fabric of their lives so that it permeated every single thing they did. So here's my point. Living scent is not an add-on. It's something that we can integrate into the space that we currently have, and that's really the beauty of it. So here are some practical ways to begin integrating living scent into your life. Number one, I want you to look at your schedule. Instead of creating a new calendar event, which would be addition, ask yourself, where can I invite someone into what I'm already doing? That's integration. Do you hear the difference? So are you going out to eat this weekend? Invite somebody to join you. Are you and your family going to a concert or a a kid's sporting event? Bring somebody along. Do you regularly take a walk around your neighborhood? Invite your next door neighbor to walk with you. Don't believe the myth that you have to add something to your schedule to begin living scent. Take a look at your schedule first. Number two, look at your spheres of life. You know, so often we like to think of life in spheres or in categories. We have our home category, our work category, hobby sphere, faith sphere. We've got our social life category and on and on it goes. And My point here is not to discuss whether we should have these categories in the first place. I simply want to point out that these spheres typically do not cross-pollinate. And what I mean by that is this. The people we spend time with in one category generally don't mingle with the people in our other spheres of life. But let me ask you this. What if they did? What if we began to merge them together? So what would it look like for our faith category and our social life category to merge into one? What about our home sphere and our hobby sphere? Changing your thinking on this aspect of living scent can literally change your life. Think integration over addition. And finally, number three, be intentional over accidental. Be intentional over accidental. You know this to be true in other areas of life. When you intentionally study for an exam, do you experience less peace or more? You probably experience more peace. When you intentionally get ready for a big presentation at your job, do you feel more anxiety or less? It's probably less. When you are intentional with your time, with your family and your friends, is it more meaningful or less? It's probably more. Being intentional simply means doing things on purpose with purpose. And the way you go about doing this is by preparing beforehand, being present in the moment, and then being prayerful afterwards. Let me say that again. The way you bring intentionality into your life is by preparing beforehand, being fully present when the moment arrives, and then being prayerful afterwards. When you do those things, I can promise you that you will be more intentional with your time, your money, and your energy this season. So are you going to let this season burn you out? No. No, you're not. Why? Because the Lord has not called you to that. You know, as a follower of Jesus and as a child of God, that's not who you are. So instead, you're going to pursue intimacy over activity. Instead, you're going to think integration, not addition. Instead, you're going to be intentional and not accidental. And because of all that, you can ruthlessly eliminate burnout. 
Friends, I know the Lord has something amazing in store for you this holiday season and some incredible opportunities for you to live sent. My prayer is that you take advantage of each one of them as they come your way, relying on God through every single moment. Remember, you don't have to live sent, you get to. We'll see you next time.